everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Bias Check-In. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Claudia, what are we checking in with this week? This week, we are taking you through some MID asshole stories. Um, it's summer. It's peak intern season. It's hot outside. And tempers run hot sometimes too. Judgment, not so much. So let's jump right in. Susie, what's our first story? Am I the asshole for pointing out to my coworker that she was wearing men's sunglasses? I, male 26, was put in a new position in the company that requires me to go out with other coworkers to meet up with clients on location. We have this coworker, Nancy, who's the newest member of the team. She kind of keeps to herself and doesn't want to talk much besides work stuff. Yesterday, we were out working and Nancy arrived 10 minutes late. She said her son was sick and that's why she was late. She didn't want to eat on lunch break and she didn't bring anything, so we invited her and offered some snacks. One thing I noticed was that she had her sunglasses on the entire time. Yes, we were outside, but she never took them off. I looked at the sunglasses and it dawned on me that they were a brand made for men. I didn't know if she knew and whether she intended on wearing them. So I casually pointed it out to her and told her that she was wearing men's sunglasses. She looked at me and asked, so what? I said I figured maybe she didn't notice, but it was obvious to everyone else that she was wearing men's sunglasses this entire time. My coworker started laughing and Nancy suddenly got up from her seat and excused herself. My female coworker side-eyed me and then said that Nancy was obviously concerned for her sick kid and there was no reason for me to be fixated on her sunglasses and humiliating her, humiliating her in front of everyone. I said I was just letting her know, but she said that that really was none of my concern and I overstepped. I told her I casually just brought it up without any bad intention, but I was told I needed to apologize to Nancy later, which I didn't do because I didn't think I did anything wrong. Besides that, if I didn't point this out to her, someone else would have. My male co-worker thought that Nancy was being too sensitive and I was good and didn't have to apologize. But he might be biased because they always side with me in all types of arguments. So I'm leaving this up to you folks. If it quacks like a duck, and it walks like a duck, and it smells like a duck, and if it needs to go on the internet to ask strangers for approval of a behavior that is clearly assholish, yes. I am so annoyed because this person, like, you, OP says they're 26, feels more like 12. Like, they made this such a gender thing, like... The girls are sensitive and the boys can crack a joke. <laughs> like, this is not women are from Venus and men are from Mars. You said your piece. You can move on now. I, it's, yeah, so, so stupid. Yes, you're an asshole. Absolutely. And to me, it reads like they wanted 
Nancy to take off the sunglasses immediately, look disgusted, and be like, ew, men's sunglasses? No! How could I have worn them all day? Thank you, friend. My little female brain would have never realized if you hadn't noticeably pointed it out in front of everyone, and it clearly impacts my ability to work. And nothing of this has to do with my personal preferences. Oh, you know, my concern that my freaking offspring is not having a good day. Who cares? Even if they weren't, even if their kid was the happiest kid and most, like, what does it matter if you're wearing men's sunglasses? Get off your high horse, friend. Dear asshole, let's see if story number two restores faith in humanity, but... Likely not, considering the topic of the episode. Am I the asshole for telling an intern at my startup that she wasn't passionate enough about our work and for not giving her feedback earlier? One thing I've just noticed, you know how on Reddit we have bias check-in is our username on Reddit. If anyone wants to go see what we like and what we post, this person has the name of their startup. As their username. So interesting. I am the CEO of a startup. It was born out of my personal experiences. Running it has been difficult, but my passion keeps me going. In early 2020, I hired an intern. I was really impressed with how she did during the interviews and on the skills tests that I assigned her. All my interns at my startup are unpaid. It is legal because they can ask for credit at their schools. And they work about 15 hours a week. We just don't have enough funding and I'm not getting a salary either. I am living off of my savings. However, it seems like she lost that passion as she kept going through her role. She did okay on most tasks, but sometimes she seems stressed and would drop the ball a bit and make some minor errors. I am a perfectionist. And though the intern was a good writer, I had my significant other a writer, surgically edit the blog posts that she wrote for us sometimes. And my significant other would comment, it isn't Shakespearean, but it's good enough, I guess. The intern wasn't awful, but just not as good as the other interns who would go above and beyond. On the last day, I told her that while she did okay overall, I would encourage her to put 500% more effort into her tasks and show more enthusiasm for the role and company and ask more clarifying questions at her next gig. Personally, I work over 90 hours a week at my startup and I even sacrificed a well-paying corporate job, salary and benefits for it, and expect my employees to do the same. Not literally, but show as much passion and hard work. She responded by saying that she'd definitely take my advice and that she was sorry because she could have asked more clarifying questions, while mentioning she was more introverted and not very expressive. She sent me a nice thank you letter and I said, you're welcome, best of luck in the future. However, I found out later through a mutual friend of mine that the former intern now works with so the intern works with a mutual friend, that the intern was unhappy with some of the stuff I said, that she was miffed that I waited until the last day to give her feedback, and she felt that I expected too much. So, Susie, is this person the asshole? 
Absolutely. Yes, the asshole. Yes, the asshole. Yes, the asshole. Also, in the comments, they mention that the startup is in California. So it's also the second highest cost of living state. And you still have unpaid internships. Like we can go on a whole side conversation about unpaid internships. If you have your own startup, telling someone to give 500% more effort when you're not paying them, absolutely ridiculous. Also, you gave them no feedback the entire time that they were there. So you're not at giving feedback. Your startup isn't profitable. Being successful means kind of both things. So... Uh, for being someone that is doing the internship, paid, unpaid, still early career, took the feedback like a champ, sent a thank you letter, didn't argue, like, what what were they supposed to do with feedback they received on the last day? You wanted to see improvement, you have to enable people to give you that. I'm glad that the CEO received wind of some of that feedback afterwards and that the intern clearly has moved on to hopefully something better and more supportive. Going in from call, you know, coming into the corporate world, startup world as an intern, that you're going to have to make sacrifices because of the experience and all the things you'll be gaining, blah, blah, blah. And if you are starting a company, of course, put in 90 hours a week, 120, all of your life savings, go all out. But expecting that from people who have nothing but like, have nothing on the line for this company, but like, hey, wanted some credit hours or wanted like experience or wanted to learn. Baffled. I don't, I don't understand. Intern, oh my God, you are an amazing person. Startup owner, please never hire people. You've got a learning curve. Like, have you considered being a solopreneur? That might be, that might be the route for a little bit. Okay. Are we ready for our third story? Am I the asshole for taking a nap at work during lunch hours? For context, I, 29 male, work in an office from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday to Friday with a lunch break from 12 p.m. to 1.30 p.m. I've been working at this company for three years. However, I've just moved to a different department on a different floor, a.k.a. new colleagues, new management that I'm not close to. Ever since we came back to office post-COVID, I've been taking naps during lunch break to re-energize. I will usually put my head down on my desk and set an alarm on my phone so that I'm awake by 1.30 when lunch break ends. I will eat my lunch for the first half an hour and nap the remaining hour. In my previous department, no one cared and I did this almost every day. I've been in this new department for about three weeks And midway into the second week, I had an exchange with a colleague, he's like 40s male, of mine in the break room. 
He basically told me that I shouldn't sleep during lunch as it's unprofessional and looks bad to clients. I was caught off guard and apologized, but replied that our clients don't come around to our office and that it's lunch break, so why does it matter what I do? He gave me an unhappy look and then said, never mind. However, since then, I've heard him telling other colleagues about how unprofessional I am and how sleeping at the office is not productive and encourages other people to slack off. I confronted him about this and he just said that he'll let upper management know and then I can explain myself directly to them. I have not heard from management yet, but I don't believe I'm in the wrong. Sleeping during lunch hours is not different than watching Netflix. Both are unproductive, but then again, the whole point of lunch is to rest and do something other than work. I don't answer my phone slash emails while napping, but that is also true for most of my colleagues who are out eating lunch or watching TV. I value my time and benefit at this company and would rather not have to escalate to that point where it may be harder for me to get promoted in the future. So am I the asshole for napping during lunch hours at work? So I'll start with saying that we had a very detailed discussion of this story. I want to say you're not the asshole, but are you right? That is my bigger question. Colleague in his 40s needs to find a hobby. Also, because they're not your manager. They just don't like your face when your eyes are closed during lunch. Like, why is that their problem? <laughs> that uh, So few things I try to consider. I think we talked about it. Neither of us would be comfortable doing this just at our desks. Neither of us works for a company that has nap pods or honestly, an hour and a half lunch breaks either. Um, so <laughs> that takes away some of the temptation. I wouldn't be comfortable taking a nap at work. So that's just starts there. I do absolutely see the argument if you are client facing, that would not be appropriate. I could understand the argument of like you're representing the company and you're currently unconscious at your desk. Please don't. On the other side, some companies do have nap pods and they don't have all client facing staff. And it is just as productive as being on Netflix or TikTok or just talking shit by the water cooler, frankly. So you're not in the wrong, but are you right? What do you think, Susie? I agree with everything you just said. In more traditional offices where you have open floor plans, And you also have offices, like private offices, and they have couches and the whole nine yards. Close your office door, uh, turn the shades down, take your one hour nap. No one will know, no one will care. People will know because everything is closed. I don't see a problem there either. I don't think it's an issue necessarily to take a nap at work I'm just not comfortable putting my face down on my desk and taking a nap 
But is it wrong wrong? No. I think, yeah, on the asshole-ish scale, I think the co-worker, like, oh, well, we can just bring it up to management then. It's like, sir, you're all kinds of pressed. Sure. Yeah. Do that. We'll see. Not enough information. I would love if we could get a play-by-play of how that meeting with management goes. Or if there even is one. Maybe management is just like us and it's like, sure, like... We're not going to provide you with a pillow and a blanket, but you make do with what you want, with what you've got. I've also never seen people just like upright take an iPad out and start watching Netflix during lunch break. But I ha- do. I have seen YouTube being played. So the other consideration I have, where I'm like, okay, but this is a pebble in the shoe that OP could have avoided. In the end, he mentions, well, I don't know that I want to bring this to management. I don't know that I want this to escalate. There is a simple solution here that it might be the path of least resistance to just not nap at work for a while until you can check with your management that they are chill with it since your previous department was. But again, I don't know. Maybe he really needs his nap. I don't think I would have I would not be able to fall asleep or to wake back up and not be a sleepy mess. But again, to each his own, her own. And if you're napping, good night. Okay. Bring us home. What is our fourth story? This one, if the previous one was getting sleepy, this one is a roller coaster and it's all kinds of entertaining. I'm very looking forward to it. Am I the asshole for disrespectfully declining this internship? A masterpiece of a title. I am an artist and a college freshman in arts and design, but most of my experience is in fine arts, like the stuff you see in galleries. I have experience working digitally, but it is comparatively very little. So my friend since elementary school, let's call him John, texted me about a design internship in which I would help design a video game teaching financial literacy to foster kids. And the CEO of the charity making it was John's girlfriend's sister, who just graduated college and I've never met. Let's call her Susan. I talked with him about it for a bit, and his knowledge was pretty basic, so I figured I would just talk to Susan, and he gave me her contact. I asked her for a rundown of the job, but she asked to set up a call instead. She and this other guy that I didn't know was going to be there tell me all about it in the call. And it's still really early in the development and they don't really know much yet. It's a remote internship and the main thing I will be getting out of it is learning new 3D modeling programs. We don't finalize anything about my future involvement, but we end the call. It really strikes me as a bad deal. I could probably just learn any of these programs on YouTube It's not like I'm getting an in to a big organization and I'm not getting paid. So forget it. I'll send her an email to the client and tell her all this. I admit that the accusations here are not very well informed, but I feel like what they were doing was standard practice for them. And I didn't want to be too soft that they would just blow it off. So here's the email. 
Sorry to burst this bubble, but if you break it down, a remote unpaid internship is really just a ripoff on my end, charitable or not, and I think it's best if I find something else to do with my time. I think that your project might indeed have a future, but you should probably find a source of funding so that you can properly financially compensate those involved, not just with something like learning a program, which I could probably learn just as well on YouTube, or you should find another route. I wish you luck moving forward. Don't let this reflect badly on John. He was in no way involved in this decision, and I'm sure was just trying to help by recommending me. Thanks, me. I get a call later from John, and he's very upset with me. He said that he had been read the email, and that it didn't sound like me, and that Susan had cried because of it, and it was clear he was looking for an apology. I said no to giving an apology, because... Yeah, the email is mean, but it is indeed a ripoff, and I don't take back what I said. The next day, today, I call him again about another thing, but he brings it up again, and I push it off again, and we end the call. I figure it must be a pretty big deal to him because he doesn't really do this sort of thing. If anything, I feel bad for how I treated him, making this social mess for him. And I'm sure I'll apologize to him for it, but am I the asshole here? Yes, the asshole. Such an asshole. Not necessarily for not taking an unpaid internship. We just discussed it. We both have feelings about unpaid internships. But thinking that you have to write such a strong email to a potential employer... Like, yes, you were giving an opportunity. It's not for you. That's okay. But going above and beyond to like, no, I need to tell them and I need to be really rough about it so that they don't blow it off. Who made you queen of the universe? Like what? Five words for OP. You deserve to be humbled. You may be the best artist this world has seen since Leonardo. You may be the next, you know, Bill Gates freshman that's going to drop out of Harvard and finally invent the artificial reality vision that we all really deserve. You're not there yet. Your ego is. like The energy coming of like, well, my background is more in this and that's not exactly what I need. You're at the beginning of your formalized studies. It's great to have a healthy sense of self, self-esteem. Do not, you know, dis- diminish your accomplishments. But this is some Hollywood star prima donna energy that just has no place here. Rude and egotistical. That's all I can say. Social skills, absolutely 404. It's also so patronizing from the height of 17 years of life. 16? Let me see. They don't say an age, so I don't know for sure. But like a freshman in college. So like we're still in the two decades range. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like all I can say to be nice is good luck when you actually have to apply to jobs with that energy. 
One of the comments says, God, that email was just brutal to read. I mean, I certainly understand the sentiment of not wanting to do an unpaid internship, but the whole thing read like OP feels like he is God's gift to the art world. <laughs> I think that just summarizes all that we've said. Yeah, you've got Kanye energy and garage band resume. Like, that's not... Please don't. Please don't. But I, th- I hope it's a good learning opportunity. And honestly, I hope John doesn't get too much luck for it from his girlfriend and his girlfriend's family. He was just trying to be nice. Poor John. What's the edit? Oh, so as you can imagine, um, everyone in the comments and then some before us did humble OP. And so the edit reads, well, fuck me. I'm not only an asshole, but literally a piece of shit. Thanks, everyone. Sorry I needed you all to realize this. Okay, so they are human. (laughs) Okay, like you, I'm sorry you had to learn the hard way. But hopefully this is a one and done. And now you can go back, John, for forgiveness. And the CEO. And the CEO. And maybe volunteer some of your time and support. We don't know. Maybe don't push it that far. Again, never going to push people into unpaid labor, whether it's an internship, volunteering. Like Your skills are always worthy of recognition and compensation. So are your efforts. Again, with, with a pinch of sugar. We, we need to smooth out the edges like a lot. With that, we come to the close of this MID Asshole episode. Please slide into our DMs, share your own AITA stories, share your internship stories, the good ones, the lessons, the losses. You can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bias Check-In Podcast, or send us an email to info at biascheckin.com. And if you really want your own voice to be heard and not just your words, leave us a voice note on our Spotify website platform. And with that, bye everyone. Try not to be an asshole. Hope you have a better week than some of our OPs. Yeah, we'll check in in the next one. Bye.